Let's head to the KRDO Newsline now as we're joined by ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy as uh, we've already been covering a lot of uh, ballot-related issues when it comes to former President Donald Trump's ballot eligibility here in Colorado. Now there's headlines coming out of Maine. Good morning, Stephen. What is is going on when it comes to uh, the debate over Trump on the ballot in Maine? Yeah, the latest news was last night with the Maine Secretary of State issuing a 34-page ruling saying that Donald Trump is ineligible to appear on the ballot in her state because she has determined that he engaged in insurrection. Shanna Bellows is a Democrat who has been elected to serve in her post by state lawmakers. Uh, it's a, the legislature chooses the Secretary of State. Uh, going into this, uh, Donald Trump's campaign blasted her as a uh, completely biased partisan. Last night after the ruling, they called her a virulent leftist. Uh, The Trump campaign says it will appeal her decision uh, quickly in the Maine state courts. So uh, this process is not it's not the final word in the state of Maine, but it is an important word. And at the first word where a determination by the chief elections official in the state has uh, made that uh, Donald Trump can't appear there. And it all is in the context of a broader legal conversation that's going on in the country about the application of the 14th Amendment really sparked. Uh, and, and accelerated by last week's ruling in your state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we have yet to see the Supreme Court weigh in in any way or signal one way or the other how soon it will. Uh, the Colorado Republican Party this week filed its appeal. Uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Trump campaign has, has indicated it, it might also do the same, and so we're waiting to see if there'll be a formal filing from Donald Trump himself. And uh, ultimately, it'll be up to the justices to to announce when they're ready, uh, how soon they'll take it up. I'm asked, I've been asked many times, how soon might we hear? I have no idea. No one does. Yeah, and I know uh, we've, we've spoken with legal analysts, uh, especially about this Colorado case, and could this be a similar issue in Maine where it seems as if, you know, that ruling and determination that he was part of an insurrection kind of is almost, for lack of a better term, putting the cart before the horse when there was no actual charges or any criminal ruling or, you know, kind of procedural finding that he actually did have charges of insurrection filed against him? Well, right. That gets to this question of due process, whether there needs to be some whether who who can be the arbiter of what an insurrection is and whether Donald Trump engaged in it and therefore qualifies. And that's probably where the Supreme Court is going to sink its teeth, because you, you have to remember the context and the fact that the Supreme Court is largely made up of originalists, which means that they look at what the drafters of the Constitution meant when they wrote it. Right. So in 1868, the drafters of the 14th Amendment knew exactly what the word insurrection meant because they had just lived through the Civil War. And so when they write of insurrection and rebellion, in their minds, they were thinking of a particular class of people, Confederates, who took up arms against the United States and engaged in a bloody uh, civil war where hundreds of thousands of Americans died. And to prevent uh, those people from serving in government again, after violating their oath, to support the Constitution, the 14th Amendment was drafted and ratified. Is that to be applied now to Donald Trump? Uh, Did he he engage in insurrection in the way that the framers of the 14th Amendment had in mind? These are questions that the Supreme Court will have to answer. In addition to this idea that it, it, it just doesn't seem right for a single individual without 
any kind of due process to be the arbiter. And what do we mean when we say due process? Well, in the trial system, in the, in the judicial system, it involves uh, a, you know, a grand jury being a check on prosecutors so that the charge is, is uh, approved by a representative body of the public. And then the people bring the charge. And then it's weighed against, uh, you know, the interest of justice. And, 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 and um, a, a reasonable doubt standard has to be cleared. And then ultimately there are appeals that can be made. And then there's a final determination. And that's how justice in the United States is served. Is it right for a single arbiter to deem that a person is disqualified from appearing on the ballot? Well, that's, that's a key question. But uh, there are certain things that the Constitution um, says that are, in the words of the lawyers, self-executing. You don't have to prove that you're 35 years old, right, to qualify to run for president. You just are. You don't have to prove, although somebody once tried to make a point, that, that, uh, that there was no proof that, uh, for example, a former president was born in this country, a natural-born citizen. Donald Trump made that argument. Uh, and yet, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it is, it is. It's, 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 a, it's a fact, right? Um, so the question is, is it a fact that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection? And it's not an easy one. Even Shanna Bellows, in her opinion last night, said as much. So let's see what the Supreme Court has to say. I think, uh, and I agree with all the legal analysts and experts who've looked at it and, and said that it's highly likely that the Supreme Court will take up this, this question. Uh, but how quickly is uh, is another matter. I wish we had more time, Stephen Portney, many things to uh, delve into here. But unfortunately, we're up against the clock, and I know you are too. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News National Correspondent, thank you. You bet.